Hello, welcome back to Into a Podcast. So my name is Ivory. Um, I'm a marketing assistant from Into Newcastle University. Actually, I did a podcast a while back with Thomas Kern. It's in episode seven. So if you haven't checked it out, please go check it out. So I'm gonna do an interview right now with um, Paul Campbell, and I'm here with uh, Ha. Could you say hi? Hi, my name is Ha. I'm a new marketing assistant for Into. I've been there for two weeks, so so far so good. Um, yeah, so today we have um, our guest today is our EAP teachers, Paul Campbell. And then, yeah, could you please say hi and then introduce yourself, please? All right. Good afternoon. Uh, my name is Paul Campbell and I am an EAP teacher uh, working on the science and engineering team here at Into Newcastle. Um, I am the module leader for EAP, EAP standing for English for Academic Purposes. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, uh, just to kick off our yeah. podcast today. Yeah, so we would like to know your passion as being an EAP teacher. So how do you keep the classroom fun while learning about EAP? Well, I think that Firstly, it's important that the students realize right from the be very beginning that the, the teachers aren't there to amuse them, yeah? yeah. Uh, of course, ideally, we'd like to get students through their language programs and the work done with smiles on faces and in a fun and engaging way. But in order to do this, they also have to bring ideas, they have to bring energy, and curiosity to the classroom and not just depend on their teachers for this. Yeah, that's great. Um, so why is EAP important for students even though they already got a high IL score? What do you think about this? I think for anyone who's learnt a language, I don't think as good as you think your language may be. If it's not your first language, your language yeah. learning is never complete and it's always going to develop in some way there are always things that you can do to build on your language and so the students even with students with high IELTS scores tend to agree and buy into that philosophy yeah thank you yeah and so. the second part is about the student experience so what are some of the most memorable experiences that you have with uh, with the students um, can you share with us um, a few that you have? Um, certain times of year, it's I get, and not, it won't just be me, it'll be teachers in all centres around the world. It's lovely to get these emails from students around graduations time, uh, graduation time. Um, these are students that I might have taught three or even four years ago asking if I'd like to go along and have some photographs taken with them. On their, on their graduation day and it's it's so nice to go along and see these people again and and see how they've developed and grown from when you last saw them which may have been years ago um, and see how they've developed into confident and smart young people um, and it makes me feel very proud firstly that they remembered me yeah. um, but also that they thought I played a part, even if that part may only be very, very small, in their experience and their improvement here yeah. while they've been in Newcastle. Yeah, we are really happy to hear that. Um, what about, um, have you noticed any significant growth of the, of the students that you want to share with us as well? 
Um, we see quite a number of students who can be quite anxious and lacking in confidence when they first arrive. Um, something on our program that we invest quite a lot of time in is teaching students how to become effective uh, presenters. Um, as part of their final assessments, the, the students have to give an individual between five and seven minute presentation. And I think it's always most gratifying to see those students who a few months previously couldn't stand up in front of their classmates even for one minute and speak in English. They were so terrified, they were so nervous, and they were so lacking in confidence. To see them by the end of the program, to be able to stand up and give a confident and coherent academic presentation and to see the, the happiness on their faces when they realize how well they've done and yeah. they've done a really good job and how far they've come between starting and actually giving that presentation. Yeah, it's remind me of my like EAP class as well. At that time, feel like so much more like more confident in, in like do presentation, the slides, everything. So it's really glad to hear. Um, so do you have any advice for um, students if they want to improve their English? Yes, I always say to students, try to stay in English mode as much as possible. Um, now then, this may be difficult and it may be tiring and it may be frustrating at first, especially for low-level language users. Um, but I promise them that it'll make a huge difference um, and a dramatic improvement if their language, if they can do this. Even if the language that they're using isn't perfectly accurate, I always stress to them that as long as they're communicating, that's the main thing, and in time, accuracy will improve. So yeah. don't worry about making mistakes. We don't expect perfect <laughs> yeah, English. Yeah. That's why they're in English classes. Yeah, so do you have any advice for them to how to be stand outstanding in the class? To be honest, I'm not really concerned about my students being exceptional, as generally those who are exceptional don't need so much of my help. I'm more interested in those who don't have the ability yet and who don't have the confidence. Um, and as long as they're attending and engaging and trying, that's what I'm most concerned about. Yeah. Um, so do you have any advice to pros uh, prospective and current students after this? Um, yeah. I think the first point to make is that it's not easy. If they think they're going to come easy, they're going to come here and find it really, really easy. They're not. It's, it's hard work. Um, the whole idea of the foundation year is to prepare the students for university study. And university study isn't easy, as you guys will know. So my advice to my students, it's very, very simple. You go to class. <laughs> you engage in the class. Don't be afraid to ask questions if they don't understand. Very often, our students come from societies and cultures where it's seen as a weakness to not understand and it's seen as a weakness to ask a question. It's not that way here. If you don't understand, ask and we'll clarify any misunderstandings. Um, take extra help that's offered to you when you need it. 
and work hard. If you do these things, you, you really shouldn't have any, any problems. I think it's also important that students take time to rest and switch off from their studies from time to time. Yes, you're here to study, but you also need time to engage with the city, engage with the people and everything that goes along with that. Also, you're going to make friends from weird and wonderful parts of the world. So embrace all of these things as well as your studies. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's that ev- like, that's everything for the podcast today. We're going to want to grab. Yeah. Yeah, you grab this yeah. up. Um, thank you so much for sharing with us, mm-hmm. for being with us. No problem. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.